Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And this is episode 171, maybe. Maybe. Depends. May have had Depends a, on who you ask. May have had an illegal soda. Yeah, there may yeah. have been some shenanigans that went on last week. Yeah. The new guy. The new guy hijacked the podcast and took it over. I was like, this right here? This is the KM Off-Road Podcast. Yep. Uh-huh. At least I think. I don't know. I haven't listened to it, so maybe. Was it any good? Did you listen to it? I think you listened to it, Mike. I did listen to it, but it doesn't really matter if it was good or not, or does it only matter if they had permission to record it? I think it was only if it's good or not. Permission I, aside. I don't know. I feel like you're missing the point here. Like, oh. even if it was a really great episode and we really appreciate that they did it, oh. does it still not matter? And the only thing that does matter is, is did they ask? Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm even looking, if I thoroughly enjoyed my, it, I'm looking through my text messages here and I don't see anything um, about wanting to record a, uh, a podcast or, or that, that they were going to record a podcast solo. Yeah, I feel yeah. like just uh, just the producer got together with some hooligans and just decided to just record something and yeah, upload it on our channel. It. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds accurate. So what do we do? What's the reprimand? What is the the repercussions for such a uh, a heinous crime? I mean, hands down, noogies, first of all. First noogies? and foremost. Okay, yep. Now, is that noogies from like us or do we like hire like the speakman? Hire Speakman. That's okay. a great idea. I don't think he could reach the top of their heads, but oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. we oh, could try. Sure. Yeah, we'll give him a step ladder. We give him a step. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe like a, an extension ladder. He a might JL, be able to get up there. Get him like a JLG. Yeah. With, with full controls in the basket. What's that really tall one that Ian let me use? Or uh, that he took me up in like 150 foot or something like that? Uh, I don't know. Was it, it was either a JLG or like a Skylift or something. One of those things. It was insane. Whatever it was, yeah. we could see like you need that freaking one. city. It like 180 insane. foot man lift he, it was like the biggest one that they ever had he took me up in one of those it was very scary i think it's like 180 or 230 it was yeah it's ridiculous whatever really it was high and then you just have to yeah if we get him one of those yes. then he could probably reach the top of their heads to give them noogies okay okay i am working on it right now and uh yeah get that get that in the works that's right so just now, i don't think that we should blame who was it, it was uh trevor and ming and they had they had someone else on. I, I can't remember his name. I didn't listen. He was the president of the ah, shoot. I'm going to forget what it's called. It's the club uh, up in uh, the stump jumpers. Yeah, that I think they had the president of the stump jumpers on. Really? Yeah. I may have to go listen to that episode and see what's you going should. on. It was actually good. I mean, wait, it doesn't nope, matter. It doesn't good. matter. It matters good. They hijacked it. Yes. Okay. We've beat this horse for three minutes. <laughs> hey, we got we got like what an hour to kill, and we we wasted three minutes. I think it's fine. I mean, yeah, I don't know if anybody it's stuck not around. Like you go off road. Uh, I did go off road for three and a half minutes. Thank you. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. glad I didn't go meet you that day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, you want to ride along? No, I'm busy that day. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you'd have shown up it wouldn't have happened yeah your transfer case would have been just fine if i had shown up exactly <laughs> that's my thought on it like yeah if mike had shown up there would have been just the right amount of weight transfer to not cause any issues 
I feel like if I'd shown up, we'd have made it further into the woods and then I wouldn't have had to ride back to the <laughs> front to get out of the hell out of there. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I found my transfer case problem. Yeah. What was it? Didn't you blow that transfer case apart and like, it looked fine. You put it back together. Yeah. And I mean, uh, yeah, it, whatever was wrong with it fixed itself. Oh, did it now? Yes. Okay. Explain that. It opened itself right up and put all the parts on the ground. (laughs) Here, (laughs) examine these. Examine these, please. (laughs) We're gonna. You you really know what failed? We're gonna need you to press the reset button. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't know. I know there are failed. I did find failed parts in it, but they didn't explain what was going on. So I still haven't really like understood or like looked into what in the world happened there but it was really simple it was a very simple process as to how it ejecto uh from the vehicle um i just unloaded off the trailer everything seemed fine i drove it like back to the quarry in four-wheel drive no problems i pulled up on a ledge and went to go drive up the ledge and um kind of heard a, a little bit of a bang to some degree and didn't look like I had front wheel drive. I think I heard the. Let's see, what did I do? It had I pulled up and tried to get up it and I couldn't get up the ledge. So I backed right down a little bit, you know, back up about a foot. And then I kind of bumped it to go up the ledge. And that's when I heard the bang. And then when I come back off of it, I heard. Skipping. And I was like, oh, well, that's intriguing. And Mm -hmm. so then I backed off it and I went to go drive around and I could tell that it was something in the transfer case to some degree. And so I put it in two wheel drive and drove it around up. So we're down by the pond there in the, at the badlands where those, that wall is. And so that's where I was at. I was down in the lower and I drove back up and then drove right there by the, where that trees out there, everybody parks by everybody was watching people and uh, Jeremy was videoing stuff like that. So I parked there. And then Josh showed up and I told him, I was like, it broke, but I don't know what it is. And he's like, oh, I was like, I'm going to drive literally straight forward. There's a rock, a big rock. I'm going to drive up to that rock. I'm going to put it in four wheel drive and I'm going to ease on the throttle. Like if the front end is not working, then it will spin the back tires and we'll know that it has no front wheel drive. I drove halfway to said rock, put it in four low. And it instantly bind, like it instantly bound the transfer case and wouldn't move. And so wow. I gave it like I gave it a little throttle. It wouldn't move. And so I gave it a little more throttle. And I'm not like not aggressively like it probably the it might have gone up to like fifteen hundred or two thousand RPM, maybe like against the converter. And then all of a sudden it just went kaboom. And that was scattered. It. That's it. Yeah, it just it just boom like that. And uh Josh is like, your transfer case is hanging out of your Jeep. It's like, oh, that's neat. Wow. <laughs> well, so, like, so it completely broke the case in half, yep, just like broke, shattered. It broke the case right behind the planetary. Wow. And dropped everything from that back off. Um, it also. Let's see, how did it do that? Um, it also shattered. So it broke it from behind the planetary, but also broke off the whole front case half. 
as well because I can earn maybe just right where the input's at or right where the front output is. It broke all the casing around that so I can see into the transfer case and it left the it left the front output uh, chain sprocket and drive shaft just hanging there. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty. Uh, that was pretty cool. I was laughing pretty good about that one. Thought that was pretty funny. I mean, blowing up a transfer case isn't the end of the world. They're fairly cheap, yeah. easy to get, at least now. And I was like, well, there. I have found why it keeps pushing the seal out because it just wanted to get out of the Jeep. You so know, now it's fixed. If, if it kept pushing the seal out, it almost makes me wonder if it was starved of lubrication. Maybe your maybe your pump was fucking up. I don't know. I mean, that makes sense, the pump fucking up part, because that also coincides with that squealing noise that we had when I first put it back together. But I mm-hmm. don't understand what was fucked up with the pump because everything looks fine. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that I would always uh, I'd always shuck rear uh, bushings on my uh, oh, really? uh, slip yoke on my Duramax because the pump was fucked up in my transfer case. Really? But everything looked OK inside when I got it apart weird it was literally like it was a press in bushing and it would just literally like pull the bushing out onto the slip yoke and like weld itself to the slip yoke (laughs) that's wild which of course trashed the case Mm -hmm. so you had a new rear case out it was disastery but interesting never did blow up though it just shut the rear bearing or bushing whatever you want to call it right um so did you already get a replacement Seth dropped off a replacement 231 uh, last weekend. Nice. So technically, I do have replacement pieces. I don't know what my plan is yet. I don't know if I'm going to try to reuse the existing SYE that's in there. Um, Again, I haven't looked at the parts that closely yet to see if they are usable. Like it blew, like it broke. Like I don't really trust it. Some people are like, yeah, just reuse it. It's fine. And I'm like, mm, it's like 250 bucks for a new, um, for a new SYE. Like, do I really want to reuse that? I mean, I would just inspect it. I mean, what, what part of it would break? Like, does it ride on a bearing surface? Like, does it score? Does it tur- uh, yeah, twist I mean, and burn? Yeah, like, right. look at all that stuff, right? I don't know anything about a slip yoke eliminator kit. Like, I mean, I know what they do, but I essentially don't know how that would install into a transfer case, if I'm being honest. And so I don't know yeah. what about it's it would main, break during that the process. main shaft. The shaft itself. Yeah, it's the the SYE kit includes the entire the main shaft that goes from the planetaries all the way back to the rear yoke. Oh, fuck. If the case is I don't think I'd use it. That's I mean, kind of what I was. Yeah, that's very well be kind of where I was at. Um and so uh, it looks like, ooh, child. Ooh, them bitches went way it. up. <laughs> okay, so now reusing it's looking a little I better. I bought that one 15 years ago. Um, I pay, I think I paid like 235 or something like that for it. I'm looking at it here on um on Adam's website and it is 549.95. God damn. That is a bigger chunk of change. Yeah, it's more than doubled. So do you think that there's somebody could like chalk that up on like, I don't a know, lathe. a lathe or something? Yeah, just like check it for suit. roundness or maybe a drive shaft <laughs> shop could do something. I don't know. Like just, just chuck, to check it. Because it if it's still going, square. It's just all like, 
wah, 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 wah. I mean, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd be able to see that, but I'm just saying, like, if it's damn near straight, I'd reuse it. If it's not scored where the bearings were, or like, you know, chipped or scratched or. Yeah. Yeah. I need to. I'll, I'll be looking at that when I pull the rest of the case back apart. Okay. Here we go. Advanced adapters. I'd have to look and see if this is the proper SYE, but like I'm looking now. So maybe Adams has really high price on them. It must be the case because advanced adapters shows them far less expensive for SYE. Yeah. Hmm. I can order. Oh God. Rusty's is five ninety five. Also, you know, you could also just run a slip yoke. Like a, like a hack and tap. Oh, I'll run a slip yoke. Why would I do that? Yeah, just well because With you have a slip yoke double, limiter, and just run this double, factory slip yoke. Who slip. cares? <laughs> Why double slip? Oh, because you have a slip shaft. <laughs> slip shaft. <laughs> I feel like I've heard of somebody doing that. Um, yeah, don't do that. Just, just scratch double, that. Just but what I'm saying slip. is, just have a solid draft shaft and a slip yoke. That's what Snow Day runs. What's the issue? So I'm looking right here on Rusty's. There's got to be something different here. So this is a advanced adapters MP two thirty one slip yoga eliminator, two hundred and fifty nine bucks, in stock. There must buy be some. Click it. <laughs> click click. I am not buying from Russies. I will buy it from Complete Off Road. Unless it's five hundred and fifty dollars through Complete Off Road, in which case I may have to go through Rusties. Ooh. <laughs> I I bet um, you they'd price match. I would imagine that. Well, hopefully they would either be able to or they would be able to call advanced adapters be like what is going on here like if it's that much below uh msrp or yeah map. summit racing sells a slip yoke eliminator for 231 as well 1310 fits jeep new process 231 uses 1310 u joints um oh what is this oh fixed yoke kit with vacuum actuator actuation for front hubs Steve, you're, we're going down a rabbit hole. Are we? What are we doing? You're you're just talking about the price of a single part that you need. We're just shopping. It. It's either expensive or it's cheap. We don't, don't even know if you need one yet. I can't decide. <laughs> so is the transfer case still in the truck and like hanging out there or is it like blown apart on the bench or what's going no, on? No, it's in the back seat where it belongs. So it's not, you have not taken it apart or like, I know it's taken itself apart, but I mean, you haven't like salvaged what you can to see what's fucked up. I looked in it and kind of poked around a little bit. And so what I found was that the chain the on a chain for a on a chain for a transfer case what you have is a bunch of links all tied together right and you look at it and it looks like a chain it's got like a bunch of notches right on the outside of each link it has a uh the link on the very outsides of each side are alternated um and so it puts like a, how do I explain that? The chain on the edge of the chain has a, basically like a guide to keep the chain from walking off of the sprocket. Get what I'm saying? And I mean, I've had a bunch of transfer cases apart. Two, I'm not exactly sure that I know what you're talking about, but I I've know, seen a transfer case chain many well. times. The transfer case chain is made of a, of a bunch of links, like all stacked. That's how all chains make, are made. To make the width, Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's like tons of them. Yeah, stacked together to make the width of the chain. Yeah, on, yeah. The, on the outside of each of those links, on either side of the, all those links that are stacked up, um, there are 
basically two links that are offset so that the chain cannot walk off the sprocket. Okay, gotcha. They, they yeah. act as a wall. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're retaining. So um, anyway, two of those in line, like parallel, or not parallel, in series, one right after the other of those links was laying in the bottom of the transfer case. They got hmm. pressed off of the chain and the chain was able to walk off of the sprocket. Wow. I know. It's very intriguing. So did like, yeah, you don't know like what failed that allowed that I to happen. No idea. Like, did the whole thing get twisted and that chain like got wonky and like caught the gear and like sheared off those two pieces yeah. or like, I don't know. I mean, it could have happened during the break too. It could have been the cause or it could right. have been the effect. You don't know. Right. And that's it. Just it. Yeah. You don't know. Uh, so it tore up the back of the transfer case where the chain drug on it uh, a little bit. And uh, it blew apart the shifting fork. It destroyed it. It broke a lot of other pieces of like the, all the aluminum stuff, but all the hard parts are still, they still look like brand new. Uh, to my I mean, on the far. bright side, it doesn't really matter if you're going to replace the whole thing. anyway. Yeah. yeah I'm going to replace a lot of stuff, but it's like, it's kind of a shitty deal. The six gear planetary. Um, oh, you just was put brand in, yeah. New. yeah, I just dropped like six or eight hundred dollars on that transfer case. Ouch. Yeah. So you say it's relatively cheap to replace them, minus the parts I just put in that one. Uh, but uh, I need to investigate the planetary and see how foobard it is. Seth dropped off a transfer case for parts, but I'm also considering maybe just buying another 231 HD from like a Durango or a Dakota. And then I'll have all the HD stuff again. And this time, just stab an SYE into that whole case. So we'll have the six year oh, planetaries, have the and bigger chain. Bolt right up. In that'll bolt right up. Yeah. I so, mean, that seems to make more sense. Just right. get the better case and just put the slope of the yeah. and be done. I'm wondering if transferring all the parts from the Durango or the that 231 HD kit case that I got, I'm wondering if somewhere along the lines of transferring those parts over something didn't align case wise. So I used the, I used the bigger chain. I used the sprockets on both the uh, drive side and on the uh, output side for the front output, obviously had a bigger gear and I changed a bunch of the bearings in the, you know, with a rebuild kit. So I don't know if I screwed something up, up there. And then I put in the new six gear planetary up front. Other than that, everything was the same internally from the you know previous time but it's weird to me because i rebuilt that transfer case when i did the syE and never had an issue with it and then rebuilt it this time like oh i'll put the bigger parts in it you know because we're on bigger parts bigger tires and wheels now so let's just upgrade it while we're here and it immediately blow it up three months like six months later so i was like that <laughs> What's the big advantage to the slippy oak eliminator? Why, why not run a solid shaft in the slippy oak? Uh, Cause I already have, I don't know that you have enough. I don't know that there's enough slip in the slip yoke for the amount of lift I have. Oh, maybe not. I think that's, the, I guess that's true. I think that's a short vehicle. I always forget about how like your wheelbase is tiny. Right. So your drive shaft has got to be super but short it's longer now. So maybe I could get away with it, but I'm not real sure. I don't know. I was just curious. Yeah. It, like Jeep guys are all talking about slope yoke eliminator and we're just like, who cares? Just run your slope yoke. It works. 
do I just run the slip yoke, but just take a really hard drill bit and just drill straight through all of it and put a grade eight bolt in it and call it good. And that keeps it from slipping. That'll work, right? You put the bolt on the inside of the case, right? And the bolt just rubs against the housing and that keeps it from <laughs> coming fine. out. Yeah. 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 That works perfectly fine. I guess I could put a, uh, a roll pin in it. Just drill a hole through the whole assembly and put a roll pin in it. Boom. Slip yoke eliminated. It would probably work best if you drilled through the tail housing and through the, the slip yoke and then through the other side of the tail housing and then run the roll pin through the housing and through the <laughs> slip yoke. Like a five inch roll pin? Yeah. Five inch length, five inch long, quarter inch diameter. Yeah. I think I'm going to need a bigger drill bit. It'll be just fine. But the tail housing would use, would, would be a good like uh guide to help guide you yeah. in through the slip yoke in the shaft. Exactly. Then, you know, everything lines up real nice. That sounds like a pretty good plan. I mean, as long as you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, it'll keep it from breaking again. It'll keep it from breaking. See, yeah. this is a great solution. It is. All right. Well, now that we've got that under under control, we've uh, solved the problem and we've taken care of the segment of the uh, terrible solutions for easy problems. <laughs> Good. Hey, are you having a beer or are you drinking two liters of Coca-Cola and two bottles of Boone's Farm? Uh, no, I'm drinking. Is that what that looks like from there? I can't. It looks like you have two shitty bottles of wine and a two liter of Coca-Cola. That's have, what it looks like you're drinking. I tonight. have a two liter of Coke and I have pink lemonade Smirnoff and blue raspberry lemonade Smirnoff, I think. I think that's worse than Boone's Farm. I think you're accurate. You're about to chug two fifths of sweet ass <laughs> vodka. Oh, God, That sounds terrible. <laughs> Everything about that sounds horrible. Then what are they doing on the table right now, Stephen? Uh, Kyle Meng left all of it. And he also left. Fuck? You can't see it. It's out of frame because it's in my office. But he also left the, uh, what is it? A handle of Captain Morgan. So is this a situation where like someone left this trash in my house and I was trying to figure out how to get rid of it. So I left it at Steve's studio. Uh, no, it was I went to a bachelor party and on the way home, I stopped by Steve's shop and i left him all of the extras gross i mean I'm not upset you said bachelor about party or bachelorette party a bachelorette yeah probably it was man probably so, yeah because the things that you had uh, mentioned there didn't sound like something that you would drink at a bachelor party i supposedly these uh smirnoff items over here are pretty good the blue raspberry sounds fucking fantastic pink um, lemonade smirnoff yeah i'm not sure about that one I can, either confirm, I can either confirm nor deny uh, if this is any good. I mean, they sound gross to me, but maybe it's just me. Is it like. Oh, this hasn't even had a swig, like hasn't even taken anything out of this thing. This thing is you literally full. just broke the seal this very moment when you opened it. Mm. I mean, is it really, really sweet? I want to be like, it's terrible. But, but the reality not. is it tastes like pink lemonade with a very small amount of Smirnoff. The only so reason you know it has alcohol in it is because it's dangerous. If you put that on ice, it would be stupid dangerous. The only I'll reason bet. you know it has alcohol in it because you have that slight burn from the terribly shitty vodka that's in it. <laughs> <laughs> the terribly <laughs> shitty vodka. <laughs> uh, filtered? What's that? Oh, God. <laughs> 
No, no, well, no. On the subject don't, of don't filter alcohol, the vodka, even just, though you're drinking. Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> don't filter the vodka. Just add more sugar. Exactly. That's the Smirnoff <laughs> way. So well, I'm you, having a, what am I drinking? Uh, Taze River. Who? What is it called? XJ, XJ Taze River. Huh? Okay, go ahead. Let's do that again. I, I stepped all over you. It's fine. It's it's Taze River, which is a local brewery here in Lafayette, and the beer is called Heartbreaker. It's a double IPA. Mm. So, you know, good. Mm. Mike style. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe you said it was XJ Taze River, but I wasn't sure. I don't know what XJ oh. Taze is. <laughs> it's because you're not in the chat enough. That, yeah, would be, that would be one of the XJ girls, that I think, that uh, Mang gets a lot of uh, grief about. Oh, I see. Yes. Are there more than one, like, XJ, quote, girl? Like, I assume yes. that's just, like, some girl that's, like, showing off her shitty Jeep and her body on the internet? <laughs> I mean, am I, am I somewhat accurate? Like, I, I don't know. When you say, like, XJ girl, that's what I imagine you're talking uh, she's about. Got a, she's got a shit box, and she takes okay. photographs with it in less than full clothing okay yeah okay yeah is that is that best worded but there's more than one of those right because yeah, there yes, there's one many there's many that? there are many oreo is why are there the all these women that are just like i'm gonna go buy a 500 dollar piece of shit and i'm gonna take most of my clothes off and i'm gonna pose with it like i'm like no no thanks i just go it's buy not, an obs it's or not something your style but i mean you're not into white trash <laughs> women <laughs> it's a character flaw but we accept you for it <laughs> I'm the one with the character flaw. <laughs> Correct. Uh, See, this is what happens when you get a Jeep guy and a Chevy guy on the podcast together. Where's Derek? I need Derek back. <laughs> Wait till man gets on here. We, right. will, we will take this over. Up on me. <laughs> Click. Dude, it's been forever since we podcasted don't, together, Steve. Don't come back until you like white trash women. <laughs> no, if it involves like an XJs, you can forget it. Uh, I'll take white trash on way before I'll take XJs. <laughs> <laughs> no, they come hand in hand. <laughs> Obviously. You can't have one without the other. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, love it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so broke the transfer case. I'll figure it out. It's still on the trailer. I'm currently trying to pull a Vance Bohana Hana Hana hand. Oh, where um, you leave it on the trailer forever and yes, never do any maintenance? Until you sell the trailer. And then you just sell the Jeep with it? No, you take the Jeep off, but then you sell the trailer. Oh, you take the Jeep. Yeah. I see. I see. But, but you don't do anything with the Jeep. You just park it in the barn. Um, oh, it makes it all the way to the barn. It doesn't just sit in the backyard and rot away. I'm trying to figure out how the hell to get the thing off the trailer. It has zero mobility. Just yank it. Just yank, but then I have to yank it into the, into the garage, into the garage. I have to push it around Use a bit. Mower. Use the mower. That's how I got the 91 oh. into the garage. Because it doesn't have a motor. And I was like, yeah, how do yeah. I get it like in? Because obviously I didn't want to push it. I was like, I got to right. pull it. So I just pulled it with the motor until I got it all the way next to the wall. And I pushed it the rest of the way. I don't have the ability door space wise. Like I can't. It's going to have to be pushed into the garage. So Which garage are you putting it in? The little one. Over here at the shop. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't have the door space. Done. Right. Yeah. So it's going to have to be, I'll probably just back the trailer over there in over yonder and we'll just roll it off the trailer. And then we'll probably take the skid steer, probably the skid steer and shove it in the in the garage. Oh, yeah. If you have a skid steer, then the yeah. options are limitless. Let's just push that fucker in there. Yeah, I just got to find time to do that. 
five minutes to use a skid steer to force an XJ into a tiny garage without fucking up the seals and leave it in for the door. <laughs> leave it in park and use a skid steer and just push it skid steer does not give two shits uh, I will, skid steer I says will, you go here now i will leave it in park i guarantee you that <laughs> yes it won't matter at all <laughs> all of its drive shafts that are attached to nothing will be will be upset yes exactly oh uh, that's wonderful um yeah, that's the next thing on the list. Like I said, I have a transfer case now, and I just need to get it inside and pull it apart and see what my next plan is. I haven't decided, uh, like I said, about what I'm going to do transfer case-wise, but I'll figure it out. What I about mean, you, it Mike? sounds like you just go pick yourself up a Durango case, buy a Slippy Oklahoma, yeah. and just stab it in and call it done. Call it done. Hopefully it just drives after that point, right? I mean, I imagine it would, right? Wouldn't it? I don't know. It didn't last time. <laughs> we got because, that's because you got into it. Well, I'm gonna have to get into it again to put a, a slip. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, you but knew what you were time, doing the first time. I know. This time I won't change any of the bearings and other bullshit. I'm literally just gonna get in, change a shaft, stab it back together, and fill it full of lubricante and go. I'd like to think that 15 years of off-road experience would make you smarter, not dumber. It doesn't feel that way. No, you feel like Some, it's day one all over again. I guess. I just had this conversation today. The guy was talking about we've all had our first days. I said, I've had 500 of them. When do they stop? <laughs> it feels like Groundhog Day over here for first days in business. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. What about you? What's going on with Snow Day? I haven't had any updates since the last time we podcasted. I was ah. getting excited. There was some traction happening. Yes. Uh, the- the rear half of the cage was fully burned. Uh, he burned in the X. It was it was looking good, and then it was just carry on. Now, for all I know, he's done more stuff to it, but I haven't talked to Brain a couple of weeks now, so right. I don't know that shit's still happening. But I sure hope it is, because I am excited to go wheeling. Somebody take me wheeling. Somebody just be like, "Hey, Mike, me on wheeling. I'll come, I'll come with you." Ride. I you know, and busy. I appreciate that. But I was busy that one day. And then you didn't even go wheeling. You wheeled for like two minutes and broke your shit. So I'm glad I didn't. I did go wheeling. I got to wheel all day with, um, with Jeremy Wilson. I mean, that sounds like a good time. It was a good time. I, I really wanted to go that day because I haven't been wheeling with Josh and Jeremy in far too long. And, uh, (laughs) I broke that transfer case and both of them, uh, looked at me in the camera, like, uh, good thing we didn't go to thorns. And I was like, right. yeah, that really sucked. Because <laughs> drive all the way there, break your shit in one minute, drive all the way back. Well, I probably would have wheeled longer because Thorns is a little less aggressive. So I probably could have got in, you it know, less like, aggressive, but I, I, I would have been like further into the woods. So that would have been not great. So Thorns is not as gnarly as the Badlands. Badlands isn't that nasty. Well, like, I mean, it can be, I guess. Yeah. But like the, like Thorns has, a couple of good obstacles. It's a day park. It's somewhere mm-hmm. to go have fun and just kind of goof around. Um, but the biggest thing there, no, there's some really dumb stuff at thorns. Actually, there's things at thorns that are like buggy line that you can't get up, uh, that I can't get up. Uh, but there, um, where we would have gone and played was like this playground area where it's just a bunch of stair steps. It's like dirt, rock wall, dirt, rock wall, dirt, rock wall. And they just kind of, it just stair steps up for probably, I don't know, 80 to 120 feet. 
something like that up this. It's just kind of a slope, but it has these cool like two foot or three foot stair steps. Sounds like fun. Sounds like RC rock crawling. It kind of is like that. It's just challenging enough that on the 40s, it was kind of like I jumped in Josh's Jeep and drove up and I was like, it's just enough challenge to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. And it was without being like insurmountable or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's not like you have to beat on this really hard and, you know, potentially break your stuff. Um, so it wasn't that, but it was still good. It was a good good. time. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't, if nobody has checked out Thorns Off-Road Park in, uh, I can't remember the name of the town, uh, in Indiana, Bedford, Bedford, Indiana, it'd be a good day park. That's where you can go wheeling for the morning and then you can drive off of the trail to the Arby's. Oh, that one. I remember you talking about that one. Yeah. Yeah. That park. Bedford, so, Indiana. Man, that's a I big ever, town. Oh, yeah. It's huge. No, wait. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I saw. <laughs> saw Bloomington. Or uh, not Bloomington. No. When I typed in Bedford. Oh. I was trying to read information and it uh, said 275 million. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? And I realized that was the search results. Not this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dumb. I'm just dumb. Yeah. Bedford. 14,000 like- people. Not even 14,000 people. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Good twenty two hundred seventy five million. That's a big city. That's like a bigger city than anything, isn't it? What is it? Two hundred what? Two hundred seventy five million. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's way bigger. The whole more importantly, country is like less than four hundred. Why million. are there two hundred seventy five million results for Bedford? For Bedford, Indiana. Shouldn't there be like twelve results? Oh my it's god, Bedford, it was, Indiana. There was that many for Bedford, Indiana. Bedford, Indiana. The Google search results: wow. two hundred seventy five million oh. results. Seems excessive. That seems like a lot of results for Bedford, Indiana. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I want to know how far this is from my house. <laughs> uh, Directions. Two, two and a half hours. Is it? Uh, I'm going to guess. I'm just guessing. Maybe oh, you're three. exactly right. Yeah, two and a half hours. Okay. Yeah, I'm a wizard. Uh, apparently, you're a wizard. Or you have the Google. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, Either I'm way. a psycho. Psychic tire gauge. Psychic tire gauge. Psychic tire gauge does more than read tire pressure. Everybody else thinks that that's all it does. What are you talking about? <laughs> we used to joke about like, this is just the thing at the shop. We used to joke about like how much air was in tires. And uh-huh. you just say you psychic tire gauge. I'd be like, oh, is it the fronts are 37, the rear is 35, something like that. Uh-huh. And we said we joke about psychic tire gauge so much that eventually it started using it for other things. Like how much oils I got in it or how much oils does it take? Like it just any, any number you needed to know about any car. We just consult the psychic tire gauge. I don't know. It was an inside joke. <laughs> was this actually a thing fun. or was this just a, a your, your mind? It's just your mind. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's just your mind. Yeah. Psychic tire gauge. <laughs> on the, uh, on the, the air pressure funny, side, I, but, I don't mind it that much, but when psychic tire gauge starts trying to tell me how many quarts the transmission takes, I'm going to be a little concerned. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter if you're concerned. So it's psychic. It knows. But everybody thinks that the psychic tire gauge only can tell you how much air is in your tires. They are wrong. Psychic tire gauge has many skills. Ah, uh, can tell you how many uh, gallons of well, blinker fluid you need, or like how many gallons of gas you have. Say you have a fuel uh, cell and there's no gauge. Psychic uh, tire gauge knows so much gas is in there. Really? Yeah, you don't need a fuel gauge if you have psychic tire gauge. We're gonna have to consult that sometime. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, everyone should get a psychic tire gauge. Pick yours Correct. up now for $19.99 on summershinesupply.com. You should sell that. That's a great <laughs> idea. 
<laughs> it just shows up with a card. You have the power. Yeah. It's like you already <laughs> had the power within you. Let Congratulations. The, rainbows. Let the pressure be with you. <laughs> may the, may the pressure be with you. Oh my goodness. That's fantastic. So anyway, what else, you know, I don't know anything, man. My well, truck is, on. my truck is down and gone and about, I miss it. How about the 91? The 91 is, man, I had so many gasket issues with this engine. So oh my God. Yeah. Cause you picked up some, right? I, I got the gaskets from G and G right like I, they, with the engine. Like he gave me a short block. He's like, here's all the gaskets. Right. And a couple of weeks ago, I don't know, maybe it's longer than now. I put the head gaskets on and I was like, great, done. And, you know, did all the torquing and turning mm-hmm. and whatever you had to do. Um, then I decided since I had some traction, I was like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to put these, uh, I think the, what do you call it? Like the lifter Valley cover on like the thing that mm-hmm. like blocks the variable valve thing, whatever okay. the, uh, no, God damn it. Displacement on demand. I'm going to put that on, but the gasket's wrong. And then I looked at the intake gaskets and I had cathedral port gaskets and I have square port heads. And I was like, okay, that's uh, wrong. Not that it matters. I don't have an intake yet anyway, but right. they were wrong. So I contact G and G and talked to what's his name. I can't remember. I don't know either way. Sadly, I can never I remember to, his name. Huh? Gosser, but I can never remember his first name. <sighs> it's, it's a one syllable name too. Mm. Rich Greg. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's neither of those. So I, I talked to, uh, I call him all the time. I don't know why I can't think of his name. Okay. You look Mitch. 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 There you go. Talk to Mitch. And, uh, I'm like, dude, you gave me a gen three LS gasket. Can I need a gen four? He's like, yeah, I totally get it. I thought you had an LQ four and I have an, like an L 96 or something or an L Y six. I don't know. Anyway, it's gen four. No big deal. He's like, I'll take care of you. And I was going to come visit you and do a podcast when I came to town to get that gasket set. But it turned out Patty needed to go to Champagne like the day before. I was like, great. Stop by G&G, get my gaskets. So she does. She gives them the gasket kit minus the head gaskets because obviously they're installed. Yeah. Thank God they were were correct because I'd been pissed if I'd installed this or nothing. So she gets the gasket kit and I bring it home and I open it up and the one gasket is correct now. The, like the lifter <laughs> plate or whatever, and the intake's still wrong. Oh shit! And the little O rings are missing for that plate, and I'm just like, I, I give up. I guess there's just, I guess I just have to go out and buy oh, other gaskets. So. <laughs> like, I, I just kind of figured, like, he's an expert. He's built like a thousand plus LS engines. Like, why doesn't he know a gasket set I need? Like, I, I'm just like googling this shit because he has too many engines going on at one time. I guess. You know, I get, I get, I don't know if that's the case or not, but, oh, fuck. So anyway, I don't have the gas I need yet again. So I, I was thinking about contacting Scram mm-hmm. and getting some gaskets from them. I ended up finding, uh, oh, I was also missing some dowels. The head dowels were missing. Oh. I think they got fucked up during removal. So I ordered some from them just because I, I know that they, they know what they're doing there. So how do you put the, it order? sucks they're far away. I used to like drive there on my lunch break right. when I lived in town. She's like, I need this. Like, here you go. And now I have to like order shit online from them. But what can you do? Yep. When you find a shop that you trust, you just do it. Yep. So the head dowels. Yeah, like the little alignment pins or dowels, whatever you want to call them. To put the heads on? 
Yeah, they were, I only had one because as you remove yeah. them, they sometimes get damaged. Right. And so I new ones from Scram. So how do you put those in post install? No, no, no. I did that before. Oh, I'm saying I did that like a month or two ago. I, I didn't know. Some of those. Okay. I didn't, I guess I didn't understand that. That's all good. Gotcha. So you got da- you got new dowels. You got the heads installed. Got new dowels. You got the heads on and torqued. Yes. And that's basically as far as I got. I still haven't put the, the rockers on because Mitch was like, you really need custom link push rods to be perfect. And I'm like, oh. what? What? Like, he's like, it'll be perfectly silent. I'm like, I don't know if I care that much. Like, I like the sound of that. Perfectly silent. Well, yeah, he's he said that I should get like a adjustable length push rod and measure the length and what? like order every oh. single individual push rod by length, like down to like the tenth of a millimeter or something. How the fuck does that work? I it's a lot of measuring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then like, you individually order them, and they're all marked, and you know which cylinder is which one, and you put each one individually in for each valve. It's crazy shit. I am very confused because I thought you just got stock length ones and they're all the same. And then the hydraulic lifters do the work. Yeah. Isn't that how that works? That's how every engine I've ever put together is like that, but I've never built an LS before. This is like a flat tappet situation here. I don't know. I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. I have no idea, man. I thought like you could adjust like together. Yeah. I thought you could like adjust uh, rocker lash and call it a good day, like a day. Hand on these. Oh, it's not like an old school small block where you like turn the rocker until you take out the clearance. You mm-hmm. just literally just bolt it on. You're done. Just like a little tray. Oh, they yeah, all sit that's in. right. That is right. I didn't think about that. And so he's saying buy custom length rockers, custom length push rods, push rods for every valve. And that will take all the tappity tap out of the valve train. That's pretty awesome. If that I want to cool. go through the work. I don't know if I want to go through the work. Ah, come on. It's only two beers. (sighs) I don't even have the tool. I have to like buy the thing. Yeah. I have to figure out some way to measure it. And I don't think I have a precision tool that will measure something. It's like, what, like eight inches long or something. Hmm. Like a lot of shit would have to happen. If you you buy the adjustable push rod, does it have measurements on it? I don't know. I don't know. And I've literally only disassembled an LS engine and I've never put one together. And I'm just kind of winging it as I go right now. Um, adjustable push rod. Oh, there it is. Tool. Adjustable push rod tool. Yeah. Push rod checkers. You looking it up too? I'm trying to. Your oh, internet is faster than Adjustable push rod. Oh. We're sorry. Oh, That's not I'm trying thing. to go to summer oh, racing. Apparently the website doesn't work. These are wild. I guess I see what the, it has like two screws and you can adjust it that way. I was thinking like, you just be like a, you know, like a psychic tire gauge. Um, yeah. Uh, psychic, be nice? psychic, uh, tread death gauge where you like just put it down in the hole and you kind of rink it out to the full extent and you look at the measurement. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Wouldn't that be nice. It would be yep. nice. Like that's the tool. It should I mean, be. that tool exists. Like if you have just your little like six inch digital caliper or whatever, it's got the, the sticky outy do and it's mm. got the inside and the outside measurements. Sticky outy dude. Right. Sticky outy do. So like the thing, there's like a pin that comes out of the end uh-huh. so that you can measure depth. Right. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, like they make a caliper that does that. But yeah. Mine is not long enough to do said thing. Right. Cause we're talking like what eight inches. 
Yeah, seven and a half to almost nine. Yeah. Um. So yeah. the question at hand is: you <clears throat> put the push rod down into the uh down into place position. Yep. And then you put the rockers on, and you bolt mm-hmm. them down. Right. Is it single rocker or is it a whole like girdle? Uh, I mean, the rockers are individual, but they all bolt down to a single plate. Right. So that's what I was thinking. So then you put all the rockers in installed and then you uh, adjust the, this adjustable rocker or adjustable push rod. And then you take Until the rockers takes back off. all the slack when you're at like whatever it's yeah. when it's closed top, or something. Dead right? 73 niner. Right. And then, and then after you get that done, you take uh, them all out. You take it, you take it back apart, measure that one length, put it back in, and start over again on the next hole. Uh, yes, and exactly. That, and you do that 16 times. 16 times. <laughs> Three beers. Sorry. I miscalculated. I don't want to do it. I'm just going to buy some push rods <laughs> and make it's done. Okay. The thing is, like, my, my truck that I drive every day, it doesn't make any noise. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, occasionally it's got a little lifter tick, but it's a fucking LS, right? Right. But that's not because the push rods aren't the right length. It's because it occasionally has a sticky lifter because it's a 170,000 mile LS, whatever. Right. That's not the issue. What I'm saying is the truck doesn't make any noise. So am I really worried that this truck that's going to have like a loud exhaust and the cam anyway is going to make a little noise? Like, no. Yeah, but the Nobody engine, cares. man, when you're standing there grill, it's going to be going tap, tap, tap a it's not though. It's going to make no, it's going to sound just like a, any stock truck that's ever existed with an LS. And there's like 8 billion of them on the road. And I never thought to myself, mm, the Beltran's just a little loud. Like, no, it's going to no. sound like a tap dance, uh, river dance, something. Are tap. you going to let Ming in here? Uh, do you want me to let, Oh, he's gone. Oh, Oh, never mind. I saw there was a request and I did not click the thing. I I tried to click it, but then he just disappeared. He didn't want to talk to us. Anyway. Fuck you, man. So wait, what was your question? Am I going to do what? Uh, I didn't ask you anything. I'm not going to do shit. I'm going to buy some stock sound like push a, rods and stab them in there. And I'm going to call it a day because I want to drive this truck at some point. If I join, you're going to have a track for me or no? Yes. Get back in here, you fuckface, McGee. Get back in here, you. Hey, this isn't the Patreon chat. Don't use dirty words. McGee. Hold on. Here he comes. I got uh, it. You got it? You click him in? I, I clicked him in. Clicked him in. I mean, it's, it's loading, but it says it's working. He's, he's working on it. He's going to come in here. It's going to wreck my internet. My internet's going to be like, can't do it. Sorry. Well, your video is probably going to fail. But <laughs> Hello, Mango. Are you coming? It still says admitting. I don't know. Oh, oh, because I had to also admit him. Oh, we both have to accept. Oh, I didn't Interesting. realize. Oh, there he is. Scruffy ass motherfucker. Take the penis out of your mouth. No. He's <laughs> like, tell me, tell me the, the, the blue Yeti microphone doesn't look a bit like a wiener. I mean, it does, but also, <laughs> hey, save it for the Patreon. Jeez. Uh, my podcast, I do as I please. Okay, fine. Do as you please. Your current At least me and Derek playing, try to keep it somewhat civilized until the Patreon. <laughs> so, huh? 
Oh, oh, I've started a group meeting and we only get 60 minutes on said group meeting. Well, guess what? We have 13 minutes, so let's wrap it up. With 13 minutes till we can go to a Patreon. And then we it's can talk 13 about minutes until my bedtime anyway, so we need to wrap it up. Oh, and then Meg and I will carry on in the Patreon alone then? I'll, I'll probably hang out a little bit, I can't but believe I do that need Derek to get didn't to show up. I'm a little upset about that. It would have been cool if he showed up. That would have been... Hey, Meg, what color are your eyes? Um, I don't know. They tend to change colors. Mango. I mean, they look kind of gray right now. They're they're mango. Hold on. They're they're very piercing. This is gonna be good. What? Uh like a green. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just saying, like Ming is so close to the camera, and like I could really see his face. Like it's almost like life size to me right now. Really? That's how close you are to the camera. I'm just saying, you have some piercing ass eyes. That's all. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they are green. <laughs> oh, heavens to bed. Okay, that's too much. Please move. Okay, now you're, large, you're much larger than life. That's too much for me. Like I didn't feel like he was that like that close, but Mike is like Mike's face fills the screen. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mings doesn't have two. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, because you guys are. I see why. I'm on like a TV. Like I'm using the TV as a monitor. <laughs> so like everything's big. Fantastic. So I'm just saying, like you're really far away, but Mings like right there, so right. I can like very clearly see his face. I see why. I see why now. Yeah, that's entertaining. Good. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> we were just talking about how I need to put together my engine, which. I keep having issues. Yeah, I keep having like parts issues. Like I go to the next step and like, I don't know the parts for that. And like a month passes and like, okay, one more part. No, 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 I need more parts. And so basically the 91 sits forever. (sighs) We're dealing with a similar thing at work right now. We've got three airplanes waiting on parts. So we basically have nothing to do tomorrow. Oh, nice. So you're going to have a, a you're going to have a wacky Wednesday. It's going to be one wacky Wednesday. What do you guys do? Do you draw like a hopscotch court in the middle of the hangar and like, like <laughs> do, it, do it the fastest or what? I, I wish I I'm going to be washing floors. Are your co are your coworkers cool now? Or do they still suck? Mm, they're old. Oh, do you not want to say because we're not on the Patreon yet? You oh no, just... I don't care. I don't care. They're not tech savvy at all. No, they're, they're all right. <laughs> okay. I, I got a raise. Terrible. So they're, they're all right in my <laughs> book for the moment. <laughs> Did you threaten to quit? And they're like, Oh, hold on a second. Well, he asked me, he's like, so you plan on sticking around for a while? And I'm like, yeah, of course. That sounds good. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, depending on how much pain oh, bitch. <laughs> I don't think there's enough money in the world for them to keep me around for more than a few more months. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's sad to hear that, but I also understand. That's how Joel. I mean, poor, Joel poor management transcends all. Indeed, absolutely. I mean, they, can, they can be paying me a hundred bucks an hour, but if I can't get out of bed in the morning to go to work, then it's not you know, at some help. point, I have to respect myself. So, yes. Hey, yes, speaking of which, Steve, do you still have an employee? I haven't heard anything about Joel in a long time. Currently, got two employees. Oh dang! So your so your management style works well enough that people not only <laughs> stay but you get new employees. <laughs> management, you're funny. <laughs> yes, I mean my, if you manage your style or the lack thereof. <laughs> you're managing two employees. I am trying to manage two employees. 
to the best Here, of my ability. Let's practice real quick. Okay. Uh, Steve, I was just polishing and I didn't listen to your instructions and now I have burned um, a gas tank on a customer's truck. I want you to scold me. What in the actual fuck, Joel? <laughs> 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 all right well now sand, we're gonna workshop sand, this. all right now sand it and uh see if you can fix it can you polish metal so hard that it burns like yes. kyle's saying yes and then what happens you can you sand it back or is mm, it like discolored forever sometimes and sometimes it's discolored forever wow sometimes it burns all the way to the, I other side. the stop sign that's currently hanging uh, one room over i don't know if that one is burned for life or not I would have to sand and polish it out to see if it would come back. At some point, I probably will you, fully sand that and make the whole thing into a mirror, and then I'll hang it. You need to do it like um, that TikToker that you reposted, that oh he polished God. it, and then put it back up on the street. He did. He polished out the back of the stop sign and put it back up on the fucking pole. Wow. It's And it was flawless. Will does fucking dumb good work. Also, I can't stand large polished surfaces because they reflect the sun in such a way that it blinds you and you create an oncoming traffic. Yes, this would do that one hundred percent. I absolutely hate it. I'm just saying. Yes, I was behind a semi that had a visor that was polished. No, oh, I was in front, in front of, of a semi yes. that had a visor that was polished, and uh -huh. it just it is hitting my rearview mirrors just right, and I could not see anything, and I had to like slow down and let him pass me. Wow. And I was like, that means every single person on the road that he sees today in front of him is experiencing this at this time of day. And I was like, fuck that guy. And fuck every semi ever. If they have a polished visor, then yes. They all have polished visors. Oh, there's some that are painted, but it's very, it's, it's less than their, yes. The thing is, does it look nice? Yes. But it is also fuck everyone else? Yes, that too. Oh, yeah. Except for him. I'm saying. He needs that visor so he's blinded. He's the only one not getting blinded. <laughs> what a deal. The one thing that he bought to keep himself from getting uh, <laughs> blinded by a glare is blinds the one thing else. that blinds everyone else with a glare. <laughs> but you can't really stop that. I mean, because the sun changes angles all the time. So, you know, for that's that, true. Yeah, it's only that. Like I said, it's that at that time of day. Like at, it's just the right angle. Driving on that again. road at the right angle. And Mike was in his truck that was lowered. If you had left your truck stock height, you probably wouldn't have any problem. It's totally true. <laughs> Mike, Steve, I like that you tow with a lower truck. Dude, it's wonderful. But I, he likes as much as I love talking about that, we have five minutes until I think teams will kick us off of this thing. So we should it, probably like. I think it just started the 60 minute marker. What? So it came up and it was like, you, you just started a group chat. You have 60 minutes. Oh, when so once we in. add a third person, then it, I think so. Us. Well, yeah. Cause I'm looking at the, there's a count. There's a clock in the top corner. It says a minute, an hour and six minutes. So, okay. Yeah. As long as you're fine. I'm just like, I didn't want us to be in the middle of a conversation um, and it kick yeah. us off. That'd be entertaining. Like, oh, bop, bop, bop. Um, That's what happened last week to us. Did you listen oh, to really? the Patreon? Did you get kicked out of Discord or what? No. So we were using a program on Discord that records the podcast oh. in several tracks. That's convenient. And we said the name of the bot. And for some reason, <laughs> it just it just cut off. Like, it's almost as if you said, like, hey, Siri. And then it responded. Like, we said the name and then it just dropped all the audio. 
Wow. And so we had to like, I had to very quickly figure out how to restart it. So if you listen to the podcast or the Patreon, there's a brief moment where like everything just goes away. (laughs) I don't even think I noticed it or maybe I did and I just forgot about what happened. I listened to everything. He he thought there was a commercial coming on. Like, oh, this is Rogan getting ready to talk about Roka sunglasses. It just takes Mm -hmm. a moment. Uh, I always think that when I'm like, I'll be out there polishing, listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. And when it goes to commercial, like his like commercials, there's always like a five or six second pause between them talking. They're just having a conversation and all of a sudden it just stops. And then like five seconds later, it's Rogan pitching whatever, you know, product it is. And uh, weird. Yeah, there's a little bit of a delay, which is interesting, but um. I always think it's like me getting a phone call. I'm like, oh, am I getting a phone call? Why did it stop playing? Like, what stopped playing? And then all of a sudden, he'll start talking. I'm like, ah, it's an ad. Yeah, true. So, this episode is brought to you by Roka Sunglasses. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Ah, uh, it's a sunglass manufacturer out of uh, Austin, Texas. Hey, you could sponsor yourself right now. This episode's brought to you by Summershine Supply. They pay the bills and keep the lights on. Is Summershine Supply a partner company that we name at the end of the podcast? It could. I don't know. It yeah, could. where's our TOP10 discount? Uh, you know, I don't know if I put it on there or not. I can't remember. Hang I don't on. remember. Hang on. Did I add a TOP10 discount? I'll find out in five more seconds. Oh, if anything's in stock... Uh, well, there's a couple things out of stock. Yeah, the first thing I clicked on was out of stock. Missed a spot. Mm-hmm. Yes, they. We had a video. Not I didn't have a video go viral. Somebody bought a bottle of Missed a Spot and made a video of using it on some forged wheels, and it did about fifty thousand views and sold us out of Missed a Spot in two days. Wow. Yes, it sold 90. That's pretty cool. It sold 90 bottles in about 36 hours. That's awesome, man. It was fantastic, except for we're out now. <laughs> so, Steve, I, I would like to try some of your stuff, but I'm just very poor. I have I too many things going on. If, I, I would I'll eventually the next time I would order Griot's stuff. I'm sorry, Griot's. I promise I will order Summershine Supply instead. I appreciate you. Hopefully, just saying. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. As soon it. as I run out of my stuff. Yes. I mean, I was saying this to Steve the other day, like, obviously, you know, I, I bought the first round, you know, because I was helping a friend's business, but yeah. honestly, it's, it's pretty, oh yeah, TOP 10 does work. Does like, it honestly, really? it works super well and I hate like polishing and cleaning stuff and it's actually made it like relatively enjoyable to do. Like I did my fan clutch on my truck and I was like taking the, the plastic uh, cleaner and like cleaning <laughs> off the fan blades I was doing is I'm like it looks did so you good use the, why would you, you clean a fan clutch you weirdo oh you because I replaced so it so satisfying the fan itself not the clutch yeah I clean oh, the fan itself the and then I blades. clean like the entire uh, like guard that goes over the radiator did you clean it with the relentless or did you use the tire drip uh, not the tire drip probably relentless the like kind of a clear blue bottle smells like yes. citrus Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The relentless would do a good job on that. Yeah. Made it look great. I don't think I can do discounts via my phone, but it does work. Oh, here they are. Here are discounts. Ah, oh, TOP 10 yeah, right yeah, there. That works. Bam, bitches. 
Well, you heard it here first, I guess. TOP 10, 10% off of summershinesupply.com. If for some reason you have an XJ that you want to look nice, which isn't possible, order some Summershine Supply. I'm looking at some of the other discounts that I didn't even know were on here. What do you mean you didn't know they're on there? Who <laughs> adds them if you don't? Well, there's two discounts that were added by the web designer. Uh, okay. And oddly, they're still active. I don't oh, they're not set to like stop at any point. <laughs> no, There's, like, don't, don't, tell, like, don't tell anyone what it is. Let's make this a game. Someone has to figure out what these oh, February 2020 are. is one. I'm well, just kidding. I'll tell you how good the code is. If you figure out what the code is, <laughs> your order is free. <laughs> oh, there's one for free everything. There is one here for 100% off the entire order. <laughs> oh, I like this game. I don't like this game. <laughs> is this something super obscure or is it like way too obvious? I'm going to I'm just going to change the percentage. I don't know if they need that or what, but I'm changing that percentage right now. <laughs> if only Wait, there no, was a way for us to hack into Steve's phone and find out how to get free supplies. No doubt. Um, it looks like they set the code on March 6th. So I believe they were doing that for testing. So it's three, six, 23. Everybody enter that. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the code. (laughs) I'm not even going to confirm that it's not the code. I'm not going to hint at what the code was. So what do you mean was, did you take it off? Leave it up. Changed it. The codes are still there just in case they needed them for something, but I changed the amount. No more free orders. Oh, come on. (laughs) Can just a few of us have free orders? No. What if we pay? Shipping? I do like. I do like. There's a couple of codes on here, and it's cool. You can put in a. Uh, you can put in a minimum purchase amount. The code only works if you use X amount of dollars. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I like that. Every time I go to the local Ace Hardware, they give me a five dollar off coupon, and every time that I go back, I forget the coupon. Every time. Oh, really? Drives me nuts. I'm like, oh, I have a coupon. Oh, it's in my truck. I have a coupon. Oh, it's at home. I have a coupon. Oh, fuck me. I wonder how you go through and... um, I wonder how you go through and generate a code for free shipping. I mean, I imagine that's an option. You just need to figure it out. Yeah, I need to figure that out. That would be cool. Like free shipping on all orders over, you know, X amount of dollars. Speaking of free shipping, have you polished my my little R, my planetary covers for my monster trick yet? I don't know what you're talking about. You know about. the answer to that. Steven? Let me ask you a better question. Let me ask, let me answer your question with a question. I hate you. Has it been 18 months? <sighs> Seems as though your parts no. are still backlogged. Thank you for contacting Summershine Metal Polishing. You know <laughs> that I actually <laughs> pay my end before you right. I'm not like some of your customers that just like let shit hang. Yeah, you can bug me. It's fine. Just saying. For two little like tiny little pieces. They're one inch circle planetary covers for an RC monster truck. They just need to be shiny. The truck is done sitting on the shelf. The only thing it's missing are polished planetary covers. Can anyone else see Mike? I want my two covers. I want my two covers. covers, But still, yes, there are four wheels in my monster truck, sir. Not two. I I thought there were only two in there. There's four. There better be four or you lost some shit. <laughs> Those little. Okay. Get this. Those things come in black plastic, right? Uh-huh. For like, they're free. They come with the wheels. Okay. If you want the aluminum ones, uh-huh. 
they're fifty dollars for four. Oh god! And they anodize them black, and I'm like, "Are you it's fucking black. with me?" They're no <laughs> I'm serious. They're no different than the plastic ones. That's fucked. So up. I'm like, "Why the hell would you pay fifty dollars for black planetary covers when you already have black planetary covers?" They, so of course they, I stripped them. Who do they come from? And J Concepts. Oh really? So you can't even order them in raw. You can only order them in black anodized aluminum wow. or like white or gray or black plastic. Well, probably for weight. That's probably why they do it. No, they say they do it to give it a more realistic look. I'm like, no, they're identical to the plastic <laughs> ones. They're just metal. <laughs> and they're $50. $50. Fuck so $25 a pair. So anyway, I ordered them because I knew Steve could make them shiny and then it'll make the truck look super baller. But, you know, just like everything else, could've I can't just, have it for 18 months. Could have just ordered them in chrome plastic and been done with it, but... That would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> Not an option. Only option is shiny, but please make shiny. Oh, fuck you, J Concepts. Yeah. You can make them in black plastic, but you can't make them in chrome. Oh. Mango, we tried this uh, god-awful pink lemonade sugar alcohol here, and uh, it's dangerous, I think. Why did good. you leave that there? Was that from a bachelor or a bachelorette party? A uh, bachelor party. Why bachelor were you bachelors party. drinking pink lemonade and blueberry Smirnoff? Well, as you can clearly see, we did not drink them. Clearly, uh, since they were new. But yeah. who decided that would be a good idea for a bachelor <laughs> who brought party? Them? So he, I asked the groom what he wanted, and he said a bunch of beer, to which I got him a case per day. Um, and then... He wanted some fruity vodka drinks. <laughs> He's like, mm, you know, what sounds good. Something fruity. Hey, I made vodka, vodka, uh, Baja blast with those. Oh yeah. You said that. Oh, God. He was like, you know what I'm going to do for my bachelor party? I'm going to drink fruity alcohol or fruity vodka drinks and something else. I feel like that would just make me sick trying to drink that stuff. <laughs> Too much sugar. I don't think it's that much sugar. Steve, read us the nutritional facts. Oh, There's God. no nutritional facts in a bottle of liquor. This isn't the FDA. What are you talking about? I think the FDA requires that they <laughs> sure it's, Okay, the thing with alcohol is it's required on like a case. I don't think it's required on a bottle. Until your bottle actually has caloric content. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Is it required? Is it on there? Um, it doesn't have nutrition facts, but it does have like serving size, 1.5 ounces. Um, has alcohol. Oh, it does. Calories. Um, 89 calories, uh, 4.1 carbohydrates, <laughs> zero fat and zero protein, but it doesn't say sugar. This motherfucker has a fuckload of sugar in it. 89 grams of sugar. Uh, amount per serving, it's a uh, 30% by volume of sugar. Wow. 30% of your daily <laughs> allowance no, no, by no. volume? No, no. The, the bottle is 30% oh, of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying about the sugar, sugar content? <laughs> so they just straight up just poured a bunch of sugar in there and they were like laughing maniacally as they did it. It doesn't That's have, the reason that it doesn't, it doesn't have, have to be sugar. filtered, like Steve was saying earlier. The reason shitty vodka exists is they dump sugar in until it tastes okay. Yeah. Filter? Don't filter it. Just add more sugar. Exactly. Uh, that's fantastic. 
Somebody drink some of that. It looks like that one's barely full. This one like mostly gone. This because Mang mixed it with his Mountain Dew and made Baja Blast. Mountain Dew and blueberry mixed together equals Baja Blast. Apparently, yeah, well, something like that. Take and when we went Baja. to podcast, when I was there, we combined together. Uh, oh, that was fantastic. rum and root beer and made a root beer float. Oh my god! All that, of that sounds gross. That was dumb good. Guess they're nuts. That was delicious. I wish that I had some ice right now. If I had some ice, I would go get the rum and the Coca-Cola and uh, mix them together. You have a freezer there. Why don't you have ice? I don't know. I don't think. You mean you don't know how to make it? You know how to You turn water into ice, right? Pretty sure I don't have ice cube trays up there. Pretty sure. That's all you're missing is ice cube trays? I think so. Somebody mail Steve some ice cube trays. We don't normally make ice. I don't normally keep ice around. I don't know. Sorry. Because you don't want a cold, frosty drink on a hot day? Because I drink cold, frosty water out of the water cooler. I mean, that's fine, I guess. Yeah. Somebody I'm, mail Steve ice cube trays. I don't ice yes, my beer. Jesus. You can even get nice rubber-made ones from like Meyer or Walmart for probably like $2 each. Like nice ones. Yeah. 1503 County Road 2700 North, Rantoul, Illinois, 61866. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get so many ice cube trays. You're going to be like, God damn it. What do I even do? Oh, my God. So I'm gonna we're going to end this conversation with this. I got... When I was on vacation, obviously nobody checked the mail and I had a package that was shipped in. I didn't, couldn't find it. I didn't know where it was at. And like, he said it was in like a one foot by one foot box. And I'm like, well, surely it's not in the mailbox because that's way too big. That won't fit. So I wander out there to the mailbox. The mailbox is stuffed to the fucking gills (laughs) with every fucking piece of mail we've gotten over the last like two weeks. It's wow. got it's got fucking like a I don't know probably a dozen envelopes, a fucking twelve by twelve by fucking six box, <laughs> which I don't even know how the fuck they got and like I didn't understand how the fuck they got it in there because I couldn't get the box out. The and mailman was in a hurry and he just like shit just stomped fucking it in there. Bonk, bonk. Yeah, but it wasn't the box wasn't <laughs> fucked up. That was the thing. And then it had like uh I don't know had a Uline catalog, a couple of other catalogs for Matt like. This thing was maxed the fuck out. I was like, what in the world? So I pull out. You're supposed to stop your mail when you go out of town, Steven. Dude. Well, it's Matt's mail also. But I'm like, who the fuck puts a box that size in a mailbox, even if it does fit to like somewhat. So anyway. Your mailman. I'm trying to get this fucker out. It has the the mailbox is a big ass mailbox and it has a uh, like a double roller latch on the top. That hangs down and kind of like you shut the door, the door shuts up into it and latches kind of like a cabinet and the box. You can't get the box around that latch. The box is behind the (laughs) latch and you cannot get it back out. Eventually, finally, I like wedged it sideways far enough and like started like wiggling it and pulling on it and like getting it underneath the latch. And then finally, about halfway out, the box just kind of comes out. So like one side of the box was just ever so slightly smaller than the other side. And they just perfectly like shoved it in and it fit. I was just like, what the fuck? That is ridiculous. Is it lazy fucking mailman? Right. Jesus. That pissed me off. Sorry, Bill. But that pissed me off. (laughs) It probably wasn't Bill. Bill probably isn't your new mailman. Bill is not my new mailman, but 
Bill is a mailman. That's so, true. Not to give mailmen a bad rap, but that one pissed me off. Uh, anyway, you guys ready to wrap this thing up? Yes, sure. Please. I'm glad I could um, slip this whole thing into chaos with my arrival. I like it. You're gonna it was your piercing eyes. <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's just upsetting. <laughs> Did somebody screenshot that? <laughs> right. Well, I'm no sure Kyle. I'm going to be the one to do it. <laughs> when you first came on here, you had you were giving me a look that was very sultry. Now, now, not so much. Now you're like intentionally trying to be a creep, and, and it's not working for me anymore. All right, I'll tell you about the way that I'm feeling in the Patreon. I like it. I got him feeling a special sort of way. Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, make sure you go over and check out some of our partner companies. Such Summer as Shine Supply for you, all of your cleaning and other polishing and I don't I don't know yeah. actually the words. Yeah, all the the above. Cleaning we don't have a lot of products. A third thing? At the time of this recording, we don't have a lot of products. I think we have like 12 SKUs total. We got six liquid products. We've got a wash mitt, foam cannon, terry towels, microfibers, applicator pads. Mm, I think that might be it. But either way, if you'd like to check out my website, it's www.summershinesupply.com. If you want to do off-road things that are not requiring cleaning, you would go check out completeoffroad.com or call Chris. And he can set you up. You can check out. At- uh, I'm not going to give his phone number out. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> want anyone to know it. It's on Otherwise, the website. everybody might be calling. Yeah. Check out uh, Offroad Anonymous, and uh, Jake will set you up with anything you need from like fabrication stuff and garage organization. You guys know that I like my garage organization parts from Offroad Anonymous. I'm building only my- Milwaukee Packout Cup mounts. Yes. That's the only thing he sells. That's the only thing you need. Stop going there for anything else. <laughs> Just get your pack out cut out. Jeez, Steve. Okay. I'm anyway, building out, I'm building out my pack out uh, collection. Are you going to buy some pack out cut mounts for your pack outs? Potentially. Because it's like, say it has two. That's not enough. You need like six. Yes. Just saying, like, In case you, you can never have enough fleet of pack out cups. Right. Anyway, check those guys out. Check out uh, crawleroffroad.com or yeah, crawleroffroad.com for your recovery needs, all your synthetic. If you need some boyoyoing. Boyoyoing. They have boyoyoing. Like, you know, you're stuck and you need a little boyoyoing to get you out. Is that how that they works? That. They, they sell that in a bag? That's the sound it makes when you're being recovered. Boyoyoing. Huh. I've never heard that sound. Yeah. That's, I must be deaf to it. Like a, loony, like a Looney Tunes boyoyoing. Well, I'm just... I'm guessing that you guys don't use crawler recovery gear because like most of my ropes don't make that sound. But when I use crawler rope, it goes a boy. Okay. Did you see my video using a crawler rope to rip a tree down? Did yeah, I heard the boy. That's how I knew it was a crawler rope. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, check out <laughs> more flight. If you need any kind of inflation and deflation stuff and uh, check out rad designs. If you need a shifter, I love my rad design shifter. That's in my Jeep. Is rad designs officially a partner company now? I mean, they Me can't and Derek be. were I having shout a out the other day. You guys, what we were having the debate. We were like, do we shout out rad designs? Because oh. they're technically, they weren't like on the list of partner companies. Well, so like, I mean, are they like, on the list? what are the, what are the 
requirements to be a partner company. Be good I would people, ask so either the things. owner or the producer, neither of which is me. Uh, the producer, ask them. They don't ask for permission. They just do it and ask for forgiveness. The producer does whatever he wants, so I probably yeah. wouldn't ask him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He just he just records a podcast without anybody knowing and shouts out whoever he wants. I would love to thank Haynes for to this upload that podcast without even asking if he could do it. Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> I think you went to sleep. Kyle. Sorry, I was watching uh, Dustin's Snapchat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Don't be distracted. Don't be Steve on this podcast and watch videos. I'm, I'm here. I'm present. I'm a live awake alert enthusiastic. What's up? Oh, nothing. Just talking about the illeg- illegalities. The illegalities? illegal sode. <laughs> the illegal sode. Oh, yeah. 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 Somebody just took it upon themselves to just willy nilly style. Wait, are we in the Patreon now? Is that what's no, going on? No, we're not. <laughs> no, oh, no. This is the main. No. We're just we're just talking about how you were just shouting out any partner company you wanted. Like, thank you to Haynes for this sweet crew neck sweater that I love wearing every single day, all day. <laughs> Brought to you by Trader Joe's. Exactly. <laughs> Just shouting out, uh, I love it. he's oh just shouting God. out. He's shouting out all the partners that he has landed since becoming producer. I don't have any partners. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> this this episode brought to you by True Blue. <laughs> all right, Coca Cola. I see how you got that label sticking out. <laughs> Coca-Cola pays the bills, man. And, None of these other partner companies paying the bills. And Smirnoff, <laughs> the shittiest sugary vodka you can buy. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if that's how you shouted out your partners? You're like, Smirnoff paid me for this ad. Fuck Smirnoff. <laughs> but I'm going to shout them out because I drink it and they're paying me. <laughs> okay, this is getting pretty shit showy. Let's, let's shut her down. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's go. Mike, have you any last words? Man, I always forget about last words until I'm asked about last words. Okay. So this week, I guess I'm going to say that if you're producing a podcast and you're thinking about going rogue and recording your own, maybe maybe ask somebody first, even if they really appreciate that you did it. Just saying. That's all oh, I knew. I knew I shouldn't have logged in. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Why is my why is oh, whatever? Anyway, thanks for joining us for episode 171. And we'll catch you on the trail. shit show <laughs> it was good it was fun it, we had it, fun it'll do it'll do pig it'll do now we go to the patreon oh, and harass an hour, harass oh, an hour and 18 damn wiener shaped microphone <laughs>